raise it up, why? Raise it up, raise it up, why? Raise it up, he raise it up, why? Raise it up, raise it up, why? He raise it up, he raise it up, why? Hey loves, hey loves, my name is Yann Vaughn, I also go by Y, and this is Raise It Up Why, the podcast. We are coming at you the last and final Thursday of September 2022 in an episode we are calling, What Happens? Whoa, 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 after the love is gone, hey, how could you leave me all? That's not the right key, but don't worry. Love is lost, be found. Yes, I know what a key is. Let's talk about that part. We're not going to... I was going to say something that's going to implicate an artist that I don't even know who is probably a great individual. So I won't even say that. Uh, Cam and uh, love Cam and love Carrington. Stop being messy right now. Okay. Why Dizzle you too? All right. Ladies and gentlemen... This episode is episode 48. It is called, What Happens After the Love is Gone? We are fine-tuning the vibration of discipline. Discipline in love. You know, all 2022, we have been fine-tuning our vibrations because Raise It Up Wise, we're OGs, kick game to real ones only. And when we say raise it up, there's three things we're looking to raise up. I'm going to be quiet. There's, <laughs> there's three things we're looking to raise. One is your self-awareness. Two is your vibration, how you resonate, how you are and you come off to others and experience life. And then three is 100%. I don't know why I said it is like that. Is your capacity for love. Your capacity for love, how great, how grand you can hold love. And that is 100% knowledge because to know someone is to love someone. Um, as always, we thank everyone of our loves who are on looking on YouTube. Hi, boos. Hi, my loves. And if you are listening, wherever podcasts can be consumed, we're also very thankful for you. Um, Clubhouse loves what up. Uh, love cultures uh, that uh, love culture patrons. What's good. New loves subscriber loves since Instagram is uh, helping me do more money assertion, I guess. But uh, hey, subscriber loves. Uh, you're a whole new set of individuals. JBP loves. What up, though? Okay. Uh, Y'all know that this is a West Coast girl giving some East Coast and everywhere else love forever, ever, and ever, and always with non-corny positivity, ladies and gentlemen. Non-corny positivity is what we kick here on this podcast. So I wanted to give you a short intro. I was listening back to some of my episodes. I'm like, damn, I kind of just went into the episode before I grounded people. I'm trying to work on that, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. So 
We start each episode with grounding because I am an edutainer who is also a trained therapist, not a practicing one. So as a trained therapist and not a practicing one, I like to bring people into the world of love culture. Love culture is all of the atmosphere that houses the folks who support not just this podcast, but all things that I do. And I'm always so thankful and grateful for each of you. Um, If you've ever been to therapy, if you've ever been around it, uh, you might not already know. But if you don't, grounding is a technique that really separates the space in life where you were right before you tuned into this podcast to where you are now, now that you've tuned into this podcast. So we're just creating a little space, ladies and gentlemen, getting real intentional about being here. So close your eyes if you'd like. I invite you to do so. If you are driving, don't let this smooth and buttery voice fool you, yellow. Uh, But I'd like you to take a moment. (laughs) Be here with me. Please hear my voice. Feel your feet. Bring your awareness down to your feet and wiggle your toes. And if you feel real silly or confident, depending on who you are, touch your nose. And you're doing all of that just to recognize that you are present and here. Breathe a breath in. Go ahead and blow that breath out. Try that again. In through your nose. And then again out through your mouth. Take a moment. Own this. This here miracle that we call life. That you are breathing is that you are winning just because you are living this life. Love's just by spending this time here with my voice right now. You are investing into your betterment. Please sit with that and feel proud. And let's go up. Let's go up together, ladies and gentlemen. Why the fuck not? All right? I spoke before about Everything we do here being non-corny positivity. In our non-corny positivity, what we enjoy doing is meeting people exactly where they are. Uh, We don't expect someone to have to be the most jolly, joyful, jovial person in order to get down with what we kick in. However, what we do, what we do subscribe to here at Raise It Up Why and within Love Culture is that meanness Negativity, oh goodness, those that's just cornball shit. We don't really do that. So our positivity might come with a fuck shit or a damn, but it is always fertilizer and never bullshit. That's what we say during Love Tuesdays or when you're in the Love Lounge. Uh, we'll talk about what that means at the end of this podcast in the pay your dues section. Um, but like I said, this episode is called After the Love is Gone. What happens with love? What continues when the love, the passion for something feels like it's been stepped on? I've been speaking to a bunch of creatives. I won't name names because I don't, I didn't ask their permission, but I've just been having some really interesting conversations lately. 
And there's this common theme, amongst the music industry at least, where a lot of us feel some sort of heaviness. Heaviness could be because of, in the hip-hop culture especially, we've been... We've been enduring a lot of loss Um, on this podcast. I'm not one for politics. I'm not one for uh, keeping up with current events even, but I am one for encouraging folks always. So what I will say without saying too much else is um, when I think about my creatives right now, And I think about that really heavy feeling of loss and losing people and not people just within our families and things, but people in the music industry, people that y'all can look up. And and some of you guys are going to know exactly the types of folks that um, that you may know who have recently been lost just from my last episode to this episode. I only do this once a month. And there's unfortunately a few folks who made it, who didn't make it rather to this episode from last month. Um, I want to say this, in this raise them up, raise them up. I usually do three segments of this podcast and each one stands for something different. Raise them up is when I edutain or I attempt to uh, speak to a topic from my uh, entertainment but also didactic mind, okay? And um, when I say we're fine-tuning discipline, we are fine-tuning the vibration of discipline. I'm already starting this by applying it here to creatives in this industry who might have lots of followers. You might even be getting lots of money, but go back to last month's episode, but are you happy though? After that episode and after a few talks with some creatives, some people weren't feeling it so much. Um, And as a result, this episode came about. And what I want to say about discipline is that discipline is what prevails when passion fails. So where passion fails, discipline prevails. Um, Discipline, as Google defines it, is the practice of training people to obey rules. This is intense already. uh, Or a code of behavior. I like that one better. Um, Using punishment to correct disobedience. We don't need that part. I'm just reading the full I'm just reading the full definition so you guys can hear what Google thinks about the word discipline. Um, But the definition of discipline in our context of this episode is going to be a code of behavior. Um, To my creatives, whether you are one of my students from 1500 Sound Academy one of the young folks uh, or grown folks that I mentor uh, with my professional mentoring services called Lightwork. Um, if you are an individual who just comes to Love Tuesdays or chills in the Love Lounge at all, and uh, you ask high why questions that I answer there in the Love Lounge or here on the podcast, um, 
I want to encourage each of you with a couple things that I've found have helped me personally when I've felt a wane in, should I say motivation? Should I say uh, sometimes even inspiration? I think of Kendrick on... um, Worldwide steppers talking about the fact that for two years, nothing moved him. He never, he didn't feel inspired by anything to write. Part of how we didn't get a new album from him in five years. Um, Let me say, when you all find yourselves in that creative slump, in that lackluster space. One. Remember your routine when things were working well. And if you don't know that you ever had a routine when things were working well, I suggest you create one. We're creatives. Even if you're not in the music industry or the entertainment industry at large, you create the life you're living. Everything you're doing. Good, bad, or in between. If you are a college student, you created yourself to be one. You had to apply. You had to go through with orientation. You had to cough up all that money. Hello. Uh, You had to attend the classes, have to attend the classes. No one can do it for you. You know, Um, you've painted yourself a student. If you are an individual who is a happy nine to five worker. If you are a nine to five worker, you get up every day and clock in and clock out. That's the reality you've created for yourself. There's no thing wrong with creating that sort of a life for yourself, but just know Boomer's sitting right there. Boomer didn't create your life, right? Anything that Boomer does every day on the West Coast doesn't affect what you're doing in Idaho, in Kentucky right now, in New Jersey, or in Florida. There is only you to thank or, I hate the word blame, but there's only you to hold responsible for where you are currently. If you are an adult in a free land and a free willed situation, which many people are who listen to this podcast. Uh, So you are a creator Create some form of a routine. Maybe on Patreon, I'll share mine. That might help y'all. But a couple episodes back, um, oh goodness, it was the first episode I have on uh, one of my Raise It Up Why uh, bomber jackets. And it's, oh goodness, it's like a rose gold with black WI with the rocket up. And I have my hair straight. And on that episode, I spoke about, I think it's episode 14. I think it's episode 14, the first episode of 2020, I I believe. And I speak about my morning routine on there. Guess what? She's still doing it. Same morning routine. And I really enjoy the types of results that I gain from my morning routine. Um, But my morning routine isn't my only routine. It isn't my only routine. All right. So that's why I say maybe I'll give more more insights to that on Patreon so you guys can really set things up to see what that looks like and keep it pushing with that. So number one, 
suggestion for anyone who might be feeling lost in their sauce right now, looking for direction, for discipline, for a code of conduct or behavior when the zest for life seems to not be there anymore. One, create your routine, set it up. A second, a second piece of motivation, eh, drive you can create for yourself. Remember what or who you do it for. Have you written out your purpose lately? All my singers, when you sing, what's the purpose? Oh, because I want a fat check. Okay. People is giving out fat checks for selling all your likeness, for selling your soul. <laughs> People give out fat money for you going out shaking your ass somewhere. So if you just want money... There's a lot of ways to do that that don't involve you singing. What is your purpose? What do you do this singing thing for? Who do you do it for? Do you do it for execs? Do you do it for the playlisters? Do you do it for your fans? Do you do it for yourself? When you sing... What drives you to sing? Who are you singing for? But don't get it wrong. For the person that's on their weight loss journey or their bulk up journey, their health journey at all. You know you're not supposed to be smoking those cigarettes because you're on that list to get that new kidney, a lung. Every urge you get to break that commitment to yourself what are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Do you want to see your grandchildren be born? Do you want to be around this place? I hope the answer is yes. And if it's not, that's something that I really think that you should discuss with someone. Not here in love culture, but with someone professional, right? Um, we might even have some referrals from the... Is that auntie? Who is that right there? Wendy. Oh, okay. We taping. Y'all say hi to Wendy. Ah, she said already. Y'all say hi to Wendy. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no, no. That's Wendy right there, y'all. A lot of y'all know that. <laughs> Boomer said pause. And now I'm pause. But no, um, no, it's it's really important and I try to put real life situations on something in case it hits close to anyone's home um sometimes keeping things just open and uh uh ethereal or uh, uh theoretic uh uh doesn't lend itself for you to see you or someone you know in the example right so remember who and what you do it for Remember who and what you do it for. Um, so outside of creating that routine, if you'd never had one or remembering a winning routine that you did have, the second thing I suggest is remembering your purpose and the people that count on you winning your race with life. All right. Number two. That's remembering your purpose and the people you do it for. Number three, I say create an affirmations list. 
creating an affirmations list is one of those things where you're reminding yourself of the strongest sentence in human language, which is I am. I am is the only thing God equated himself to. Himself, herself, themselves, they selves, however people like to look at it. But God, like the solo dude, like the OG, like universe dude, creator guy, that one. The only thing in English language or any language that the entity called God created itself parallel to was I am the I am. That's pretty deep, right? So be careful about the types of words you put on the other side of I am. The word am is like an equal sign. I is the totality of the self and you the God version of self. Someone uh, from a couple episodes back when we did Is the Ego Your Amigo, someone described the ego as the part of you that is the man version of yourself where the self is like the God version of you within you. And I thought that was pretty cool. Just another way to look at the same concept. A lot of this shit, guys, if you were to go and look up synonyms, you would see a lot of these words right next to each other. So, As a wordsmith, as a writer, as an author, as a poet, as a songwriter, I try to put a lot of different ways to formulate these ideas in your head by using different words and seeing what sticks with you, all right? So, I am, uh, I'll give you this for free. There's a school of thought that says every form of mental dis-ease, mental disease or mental dis-ease comes from an inability to state one or both of these sentences with confidence. I am lovable. I am capable. Let me say that again. There is a school of thought in the therapeutic realm that says all mental health Disease. All of the disorders within mental health come from a lack of ability to state either one of these sentences or both of these sentences. I am lovable. I am capable. Those are some affirmations that you might want to start writing down. Wyans from last year started going into I am worthy. I am enough. I have enough. Life is enough. This is when we talk about ladies who use a lot of filters or need makeup and lashes on everywhere they go, a whole set of hair, wherever they go. Are you enough? Do you find yourself to be enough? Or do you believe that all of those extras that you're slapping on to your person create your beauty? Are you enough? To the gentleman folks, when you have your ice showing, when you need the black card, when you got to pull up in a Bugatti or something of the sort, you know, Rolls Royce, Bentleys, if you have to have these external features to yourself, do you find yourself to be enough? I am enough is, a, is an affirmation that might work well for you in that case. But affirm yourself, ladies and gentlemen, when the passion ceases, discipline needs to increase. 
Discipline increases when passion ceases. And I would say, not only do I want you to create your own routines, number two, I want you to remember what and who you do it for. Number three, create affirmations for yourself. Tell yourself who the fuck you are. I am her. I am she. You understand me? Whatever that might mean to you. I'm that boy. If you're him, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if, if whatever it is that you need to hear to tell yourself something, um, Terrace told me something about Terrace Martin, brother of mine in music, told me a story about uh, a jazz legend whose spouse would every single day that he woke up and was ready to come downstairs and get ready to do his day. Mind you, he was like way older, definitely wasn't um, playing around town anymore and gigging and doing sessions, but to continue to make him feel like he was him. She would be like all the way from such and such country and town, this da 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 blah, give it up for. It's like that, that little bum 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 you know what I mean? Like it gave her husband that energy to come down and get to it to the next day. And all they would be doing is staying in the house, let's say. But that kind of a rah-rah is what I would assume an affirmation can be to any of us. Um, Vision boards. I feel like I'm going to show you my vision board right now. I showed you guys on another episode. Uh, Goodness, I did this right before my accident last year, before I fell and broke my face, long story short. But um, this right here, if you are on a listening device, this does absolutely nothing for you. I did a vision board and for the first time in ever doing vision boards, I put my own picture on the vision board. If you don't know what a vision board is, um, take you a piece of construction paper or cardboard uh, stores good for this are like Michael's target. Um, Go to these places, get a big piece of something sturdy like construction paper or cardboard. Cardboard might be better by the way. Um, Find a bunch of old magazines that you don't care about, let's say. Find magazines that have topics in them that relate to you, though. Uh, I remember we tried to do a visioning. <laughs> we tried to do a vision boarding session with a bunch of magazines that were for women that didn't look anything like the ladies who were doing the vision boarding. So let's just say they were all. We were all black women in the room. We deal with hip hop and entertainment, stuff like that. And this might have been like some gardening. <laughs> it was a weird experience. But hey, it also stretches you to find yourself. It stretches you to find yourself because what you're going to do, in case you don't know how to do this, you're going to go into these magazines and cut out words, phrases, pictures of things that you feel represent you. They represent your goals. They represent things that you want to be and or do. And you paste those things down. So on mine, it says respect the night owl. Most people know I go to bed between 4 and 6 a.m. on the West Coast, which is why my East Coast friends think that I'm up and at it and and I'm like really getting to it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to bed when you're waking up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, 
It says on here, rare and private icon, Los Angeles, West, West, y'all. Uh, it says life actually gets even better. I broke, did this and three days later, I broke my tooth. It was such weird timing, but God is amazing. So uh, it says black creative on here, best love, joy, and culture ever. And I can say that in the last year, I have experienced some of the best love, joy, and culture within love culture, which is a holding tank for all of the people who support this podcast. So loves, you did it. You've made it come true before it was ever actually true. This is one of the reasons you do vision boards because you put things on here that you believe you are, want to attract or you want to be and you watch this shit come to you. It's not even fucking funny. Um, I put a guy and a girl having a great time. That's me and TJ, of course. I got a big ass red flower that's a rose that's blooming and opening up and and uh, pause. That's exactly what ended up kind of happening in the last year. Um, 13 Presents, the name of uh, my company. Um, Imagine, write out, you guys see the write out book over there, beauty and it's your chance. Embrace it. This is my chance, y'all. This was my chance to really get into this creative stuff and take it in. And um, at the center of all that is a picture of me. Uh, once again, if you're listening, this does nothing for you. Um, but on Looking Loves, just, just take a picture. Take a look, rather. Boom. Can they see this? Is it in there? Down, down or up, back, hold on, oh, oh, right here, I'm gonna keep it right there for y'all. This picture right here was taken 9-11-2020, we had been in the house for months upon months, um, some things were going a little wonky in my world, and, uh, this was my fourth anniversary with TJ Wilkins. Um, things were kind of weird between him and me. However, I said, I'm going to celebrate my anniversary because I didn't work this fucking hard to be good to a person not to celebrate. And uh, he financed. Thank you, babe. Anyways, uh, he came out and I said, I'm not sure if I'm ready for you to be in the picture yet. So could you take a picture of me and he took a picture of me and a couple pictures of me but they all look pretty much exactly like this I looked at the picture days later almost weeks later and I couldn't believe that I looked like this I thought I was so pretty in this picture this is just a cell phone picture there's nothing remarkable about it but I knew I had gained weight because of COVID. I knew I was this. And in my head, I just don't know what the fuck I saw of myself. And then I see this picture. And I said, I'm pretty? <laughs> You're not. I know this sounds nuts. And y'all be like, in the love lounge, y'all be like, why? And I've been to, what, what are you talking about? Y'all, this is more of a Patreon conversation. So I'll, I'll expose more on there. However, Sometimes you be with you all the time, so you don't know you're progressing. You don't know that you're advancing, and you don't know sometimes how beautiful you actually are until you take a step back and see you. So I feel like I'm going pretty long on this uh, pause, on this uh, raise them up. But in real life, just know you have to be able to see yourself. 
You have to be able to affirm yourself. You have to be able to remember what the fuck you do this for, who the fuck you do this for. Set your routines up. Create morning routines, especially the first 15 minutes of your day. If you're just starting out, what are you doing? And if you're touching your phone, if you wake up, stretch and yawn, roll over and find yourself on Instagram, you are doing it completely the fuck wrong. You are tuning your life to what everybody else's highlight reel is before you even put your feet on the ground. Challenge yourself. See it for the first five minutes of your day. You cannot touch your phone. Extend it to 10 in your second week and see if you can take 15 minutes for the rest of the year. Just see if you can do it. It sounds like I'm being funny. Watch when you try to do it. That's And then you'll also realize how programmed you are. How programmed to be in other people's business, in other people's lives based on who you follow and what's on your timeline. It's insane. And I'm I, maybe I'm just exposing myself. I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm open to being wrong for other people. But for me personally, bro, I had to... Like, what the, like, why do I think I'm her? Why can't I see me? Like, why didn't I know I was this brilliant, fine, beautiful, kind, gracious, great? What the fuck? Like, no, I had to get in contact with me. And now that I have, it's hard for me to start to share myself with other people again. But I'm working on it, especially in the music industry, entertainment at large. I'm working on being more social with y'all. I'm not I'm not being mean, guys. I just found myself and I really like who she is. That's all. So my final suggestion for uh, keeping yourself disciplined, fine tuning your sense of discipline and really mending, amending your code of behavior, code of conduct to self, join the love culture community, whether it's on Clubhouse on Sundays, 3 p.m., whether it's on uh, Love Tuesdays, 6 p.m. on Tuesdays on the West, 6 p.m. West Coast time on Tuesdays on my Instagram, W-Y-A-N-N-A at Wyanna. Um, but if you're following at Raise It Up Y, you'll figure it out. It's in the stories I post it every week. Don't worry for it. Yeah. Uh Oh, and the subscriber community on on Wyana. Wherever you find uh, us, come be a part of what we do because it's a bunch of non-corny positive motherfuckers who are all going up in life, who are affirming one another, having conversation with one another. It's not always so serious. We get in there and we joke, we laugh, we talk major shit. We don't always agree. It's It's a little bit of everything that you'll find, huh? It's a little bit of everything, but it's 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 all good stuff. Trust and believe me when I tell you. The TJ Show has come to visit us, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to keep it pushing, keep it rolling. Uh, I want to get in to this Do I Diddy. All right. My Do I Diddy comes from my first book. Comes from my first book. Look at freaking little 20. What is it? How old was I right here? In 2008. In 2008, I was, goodness gracious, I can't remember how old I was, 26, 2008, I was 26 years old, uh, but look at this little girl, who is she, who does she think she is, can you see this, in this picture, little girl right there, alright, the song, well it's a poem, but there's certain poems that I write that I feel should only be sung, I have two that I can think of. This is the first that I'd ever written like this. And it's called Cowboy. Cowboy, 
Needing a sense of some direction He's always smiling, never finding shining sun To light your dark inner complexion You yearn for love, but do not trust anyone Painting expressions on your face Your skin is summer, so no harm can come inside Knowing your tears need to escape You pack the pain and just continue to write And life won't let you roam alone on your own It's too cold, the road's too long You're riding blindly through the night Guided by the fading star of who you are Cowboy Why do you keep to yourself? It's only hurting you, breaking you down You're so convinced you don't need help But when you fall, you call for anyone around And who can be found When you're so distant, who will listen to your cries? Only your echo will reply Reflections of the vacancy plainly seen in your eyes This life won't let you roam alone on your own It's too cold, the road's too long You're riding blindly through the night Guided by the fading star of who you are. Yeah, that's cowboy, right? Cowboys can be ladies. Cowboys can be gentlemen. I'm applying them to gentlemen today. You guys know I pick on the ladies and the gentlemen at different times. And today, gentlemen, it is your turn. <laughs> um, the gentlemen in life that need direction they might always be smiling but they find it hard to find their way uh, these are the gentlemen that we maybe call nomads uh, emotionally unavailable that's been a common theme amongst a bunch of the ladies that have been kind of talking about these gentlemen folk Wanting to get a little close, get a little closer, wanting to get a little close with some of these, uh, you know, wonderful gentlemen, I'm sure, at their core, at their most aligned state, they are wonderful gentlemen. However, I want to let it be known, when you have a gentleman who's packing the pain on and just continuing to ride, when you have the person that keeps on armor and keeps people out, uh, there's a there's a gentleman, not T Grizzly, apparently that's a rapper. There's a guy named Mike Grizzly, and he has a song that my sister Wendy loves. So I'm gonna build my wall, won't let nobody in. 
won't let nobody in. He talks about keeping certain people out after you've been hurt. And um, just a really great song, harmonically amazing. Uh, he be running. <laughs> he be running. Everybody like when the boy say something. No, I'm with no, but he does run uh, uh, his ass off and, and he, his ad-libs are amazing. His harmonies are dope. Um, he performs well. I've seen some of his live footage. Outstanding gentleman named Mike Grizzly. That song is called Build My Walls, I would assume. Um, sometimes when you get those gentlemen who build their walls up, keep on armor and don't allow anyone inside uh, ladies, number one, that's usually a defense mechanism. Life has probably taught them that. They are not able to trust uh, folks outside of themselves. They're sometimes not able to trust the gentlemen around them. They're, they're might be products of individuals who created a child but weren't ready to have a child. Um, you might have a single mother, sons, where dad was nowhere to be found. And so the first image of a man that a young man knows is absence. Literally, like it's it's like a, a, a blank canvas right there. I have a homeboy whose uh, father, unfortunately, um, took his life when, when my boy was very young. And for a long time, like when you think of the word father, there was this like, it's like, I know there was somebody there, but now it's just blank. And as a result of that, I don't really connect to men like that. Instead, it's almost like there's this upsetness. Um, I'm taking it away from my homeboy, of course, but I'm just saying in general, there's this upsetness with the the gentlemen in life, the authority figures, um, any masculine uh, uh, rule setter, discipline. We're talking about this fine tuning of discipline. When discipline and holding themselves to a standard of conduct comes up, these gentlemen will buck the system. These are cowboys. These are nomads. They will run when a lady would probably need them to stay. All right? Unfortunately, what these young men are also doing without realizing it, is becoming the exact thing in life that they despise by not being available, by not uh, reconciling whatever that empty blank space is where they're emotionally unavailable. They're becoming the man that would have been their father who they harbor some resentments toward. And that's why in love culture at large, even with the help of this podcast, Raise It Up Why and the conversations that we have, it's important to watch what you say you hate because that's the first thing you can become like when you're not paying attention. And like I said in the Raise Them Up, if you're not paying attention, you're doing things like waking up and logging into other people's lives before you've had a chance to figure out what your own means. So very easily in today's culture and society, men and women alike, whoever and however people identify, are hopping online and deciding to look at everything else that everyone else does to define what and who they are. And um, that's how we're getting a lot of emptiness, empty relationships, empty love, empty meaning, lack of fulfillment, unhappiness in our personal lives, right? Right. 
Oh, but we millionaires, right? We get into the bag. We got money. We got the car. We got the bitches. We got the niggas. Whatever it is, but you're still unhappy and unfulfilled, right? Um, going into the second part of this, um, the person that keeps no one around them because they are such a nomad and a cowboy is the same person that says, nigga, I don't need nobody. Fuck everybody. I don't need nobody. I don't need this. I don't need that. And the problem with that is the second that life reveals to you that no man is an island and that you do need someone. Oh, gentlemen, we've had these talks in some of the love lounges, I think on Clubhouse, even I think I'm remembering this conversation where you let that one, the one get away the chick that was uber down for you and you didn't recognize what someone being down for you looked like. And so instead of allowing yourself to feel love, you push that away. And that's why she says, who can be found when you're so distant? Who will listen to your cries? Only your echoes will reply. And your echoes would just be a reflection of the vacancy that can plainly be seen in your eyes. Right? So what I need y'all to know is if you want meaningful connection, if you want meaningful abilities to be with somebody, right? In a real way. You have to take that chance with love. I used, let me, let me, come on, put your hand up. Why? I used to be the proponent, the biggest person running around saying, I am not a sucker for love. You got me all the way fucked up. Two ways since Sunday, twisted. However, oh, however, when God got a hold of me, after doing a vision board, I can't even lie about this, 2016, after doing a vi- that lie, 2017, by the way, after doing a vision board, recognizing that what I act, one of the things that I actually wanted was intimate companionship. I wanted a partner, not a man, not a nigga, not to be on a roster or me to have a roster. I wanted a one. I wanted a one of one with me. God said, is that what you want, girl? I said, that is what I want. Let me tell you something. All of what happened after that, boy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thinking about it, I was like, oh, Lord, this whole thing. All of the places where I would want to buck up and be the YN that, you know, when my ego was bruised. Oh, shit. You think you. okay? hold up. I got you. I could do two could play that game. You got me. I'm getting you right the fuck back. Blah, blah, blah. All the shit that sounds great in songs that everybody want to. Oh, you fuck nigga. Oh, you this. You know, whatever the fuck people say these days. In real love, bro. You sit your black ass or whatever color your ass is. Sit right there and you endure. You stay. Just like this episode, what happens after the love is gone? When you no longer have the passion for something, you rely on your discipline. And when Now, only a few of you lovers will understand this. Maybe the married couples and people who are really serious about finding a partner for real, for real. When God tells you 
what you gonna do, or as Karen Clark and Kiki Shear would say, when God says go, you put your trust in him. When God says go, go, whoa, 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 whoa. No, you go, literally. Not, that's not even a joke. When God says go, you go. And when God don't give me a sign, his words tell me, hey, what's the last thing I told you to do when you asked that same damn question? Okay, boom. I ain't changed up your assignment yet. Why? I need you to be on fill in the blank. I need you to do fill in the blank. And I'm like, Lord, how? How? And you know what? There is a lot of ego checking that comes with that process. Extending God-like grace comes with a death to the ego that is not even cute. Sheesh. I'm trying to tell y'all. That's a Patreon talk. There's a lot of stuff that I want to say. It's all Patreon. But I'm giving y'all that on this Do I Diddy. I don't even know if I introduced it, but you know when I start singing, boom, it's a Do I Diddy. And Dave, thank you so much, both of you gentlemen. Uh, But I'm giving you all that in this portion of the podcast so that when you find that in your life, You are dealing with a cowboy, ladies. This is a nomad of a gentleman. This is a dude that's beaten, you know, he kind of walks to the beat of his own drum. He don't want to be tied down. What's the famous line that dudes like to say today? Yeah, you know, I'm not really looking for nothing serious. (laughs) I'm going to be quiet. Anyways, I'm not really looking for something serious. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want to be nobody, man. But you know what? I will. I will beat. And I will do all the shit that make me look like I'm your man, but I just don't want to be tied down. I don't want to be held to no guidelines. I don't want to be held accountable for none of the shit I do. I just want to be able to get all of the milk from you and not have to tend to the cow. I don't want to have to take care. Just give me all of the desserts. No veggies, please. I'm going to leave that there because I'm y'all going to have me go in and all the fuck the way in. Um, ladies, just so you gentlemen know, ladies can look like cowboys too, my gentlemen loves. The bad bitches, the bitches that, I'm sorry, the bad bitches or the ladies <laughs> that stay in, um, they, they self-proclaimed hoe phase. That's not, me calling nobody nothing that I haven't heard some of these lady, uh, ladies of uh, ladies within hip hop, um, glor- g- gladly rather calling themselves, possibly even glorifying. Oh yeah, you know I'm a hoe, or you know no 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 I'm not trying to be nobody girlfriend. I'm just a I am just a hoe. I like being a hoe because I don't gotta be invested. If you cheat on me, I don't care. Keep your wife. Da-da-da-da-da. She's emotionally unavailable. When you hear all these reels, these memes, these posts online about the girl that just want uh uh-uh, uh money, uh uh-uh, uh, no, wait, hold on. If he makes only a hundred thousand a year, then what's that? I I'm I'm gonna be in his pocket nightly for this much, da 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 da. Run, gentlemen, gentlemen. She is a cow girl. Not the not the cowgirl you want in reverse cowgirl either. I'm talking about she's the emotionally unavailable. I am there. Only for what serves me, I am not. I am not available for shit else that you're trying to provide me. Fuck out of here. All right. I would, if you are one of my good guy gentleman loves, looking for actual connection. There is a difference between 
just getting a relationship or enjoying a partnership. If you want a partnership, you got to do a little more vetting. And if you see any cowboy slash cowgirl tendencies from either of these partners, run. What did TJ say? Run away. Trisha, you over there? Come, come here. I want to see you. <laughs> TJ going to help us with this last piece. Uh, where did it go? Hold up. Do I did he? Raise him up. Oh, the high Y. You look good. Shoot. Look like Steve Harvey. Something. Get your hairline all the way right. Hello. Woo. All right, King. I should have went home. No, no, you should not have. No, you should not have. He knew he, he knew he was saving the night because he wore a shirt that say 13 on it. That's why I'm real happy. Can you sing the 21st night of September? Sure. Do you remember? Twenty first night of September. Love was changing the mind. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, this is just for my entertainment, y'all. That was a uh, emotional um, break right there. That was just we just gonna have that boom right there. Look, boom got the second verse. (laughs) No, uh, you're gonna help us with this last little portion before the YN's words of wisdom. This is a high Y. It's not from any one man in particular, and even if it was, I wouldn't say (laughs) not with the topic. We had a little poll on my Instagram mm-hmm. the other night about how not to fumble the meow meow. Yeah. You saw that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here's your chance. Oh! So, the high why is not from any one member of love culture. It's from a few members because I think what that poll rendered me, I think damn near 70% of the people that answered said they have definitely talked themselves out of the pussy. You? You think you talked yourself out of pussy? Yes. Really? From what? Just being too, like, too thirsty for it. You know? You say the wrong thing thinking you're trying to be cool and cute and shit. What's one of the craziest things you can remember yourself saying? Like, I wouldn't Not crazy, that. maybe, or, or, or... I wouldn't say nothing crazy, but, like, I thought I was being charming, but looking back in retrospect, like, it was a total, like, goof move, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, like... I can't even remember exactly what I said. You just know the feeling. I just know it was right there. Uh, and I said that one thing, and it was like crickets. I'm like, fuck. Oh, my God. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yep, that didn't happen with me though. Well, not by that time. By the time I got to you. <laughs> oh, you had you had uh all of the all the necessary uh, research yeah. done, and you know what I learned a valuable lesson. What? I learned a few valuable lessons, but I just learned, man, shut the shut the fuck up when you hear love talking hello that's one of the easiest ways yo that's one of the easiest ways to get the to get the meow meow because damn i oh man a lot of people listen to this podcast now so i'm trying to look i started sweating right now hold up um well, I know of a situation. Boom. Do you have any weigh in on this? I just thought about that. No, he's like, look, I'm just out here. I just know what the ladies like. <laughs> so that's Boom's answer, right? I answered for Boom, by the way. Um, one of the situations, this actually, there were there were two situations that happened the day that I did the posts on Instagram uh, where I said, how is it that some of y'all gentlemen are fumbling the meow meow and the girls come to me in my DMs and be like, "Uh uh-uh, do you know what such and such said? I'm like, no, you know what I'm saying? So I'm getting to hear like men that I respect and I love fumble. And it's like, no, no, they didn't say that. Like, you know, you think of people like, Goodness, only if the cool or the swagger of how well someone played could translate into the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be so fly, but it doesn't always happen that way. So some of my favorite musicians, some some of my actor homies, goodness, some of the artists I know. My gentlemen, I love y'all. Uh, I would never reveal none of you guys because this is the beauty of not fucking who I make money with. I don't ever have to know this. It went off. Yeah. You want me to plug it back in? Okay. Uh, I would never know. And I'm thankful that I don't ever know because we keep it business. So I never have to feel that Ugh. If in case you just do it wrong, goodness, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, I know, I know. Look, TJ giving me looks because we both look. Hey, hey, hey. And before the ladies start going, uh-huh, because he did it. Girls, some of your pussy smell like onions. Tell me I'm wrong. Ugh. And y'all be pretty. God, y'all are some beautiful women. Sexy, beautiful, nice nipples. I love it. Some of y'all have some really nice Little assets, puns intended. And then you get close and you'd be like, oh, is that European? What does that smell there? You know, like, like, uh-oh. Hey, FYI and PSA, anybody, I don't care how earthy you are, all of those uh, frankincense and myrrh oils and shit that y'all be putting on does not stop the functified shouts out to the breath. Uh, it's, it's happening here. It's happening in the pit of your under fill in the blank. So just let it be known. The, if you don't like antiperspirant, find something else that stops the funk or take two showers, uh, before you gig 
with me and my friends because the group chat is getting made without you in it on the side when and, and you don't get called back. I'm just trying to say, listen, fumbling the meow meow. Gentlemen, here's a couple small tips. Ha <laughs> ha! Pun. No, no, no. Um, couple tips. Maybe if you are really adamant about talking to this woman, I'm going to start trying to find some situations in my head and answer them without answering them. If the woman is really busy because, I don't know, she has two and three jobs, doing some other things, maybe don't flood her inbox. Give her a minute to be able to respond to you. This is not the cowgirl I'm talking to. I'm talking about if this is a lady who you've had a connection with or you would like to have a connection with. You don't even know if she likes you like that. Give it a minute, bro. Don't flood her space or have the pushy energy of, or, or even the anxious energy like, bro, chill, relax. It's all here and available to you, but you got the fuck to relax is all it is. Um, that's one of the cases. Um, another way to not fumble the meow meow TJ just brought up, shut the fuck up when you hear love talking. Okay. Listen more, talk less, Find other things to do. Have more than one girl in the beginning if you need to. You just getting to know this girl. You don't know if you're going to end up with her. Just like the ladies, I would tell you the same thing. You don't know if you're going to end up with this dude. Don't be so hell-bent on one person when y'all are just perusing the field. Everybody's window shopping at this point, you know? No one's gone on a date. No one's spent any money. No, nothing. Give it time. Slow the shit down, okay? Like... Are we all good? Hands up, don't shoot. So there's a shut the fuck up. That's number two. Number one is uh, just cool it down. Gotta slow it down. But maybe slow down, have a little uh, patience and give, uh, especially if you're going after a woman who's ambitious and doing things, give her time to respond. Her lack of response doesn't mean disinterest. She will say, I am disinterested. If she's not a woman woman and doesn't know how to say, I'm disinterested, you'll know because it will be days upon days and there is no response. If it's only been hours, chill. Just wait. And again, zoom out. Look at the whole woman. Go to her Instagram. If she's a single mother and a CEO, give the woman time. You understand? She is a two, she is busy, hella busy. Um, but ladies, I need you to step up your communication skills, even if you are busy, busy, busy. Because guess what? In all your busy, 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 you still make time for the things that matter. If that gentleman matters, make time for him. If that doesn't matter to you, don't. String them along. Let it be known a little bit earlier than later. And if you just ghost somebody and don't respond and that's your MO, recognize karma is a bitch and she's hella consistent and steady. 
So when you over there, but no, I needed that six figure man. I needed this type of man, da, 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 da. And then he does all of the same bad bitch behavior to you that you did to another person. You're going to feel away. Dish out what you want back. Be courteous. Don't waste somebody else's time if you know that you're not interested. Just let it be known. You know what? That's not really, this is, I'm not really interested, but thank you so much for even reaching out. I know that you didn't have to, and it took courage for you to just reach out to say something to me. While I appreciate the reach out, my answer is no, but thank you so much, right? I'm really good at breaking up professionally. People could, hey, do come up, do come up to me in the mall. Oh my God, you are beautiful. No, thank you. Like he's soliciting like spanging or something like that. <laughs> like he's trying to give me a, 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 a you know what I'm saying? Like a, a rhetoric or a, a bean pie, some shit. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, uh, trying to, it's a Saturday and it's Jehovah's Witness coming to my door or something. Like he's, this just happened the other day in the Fox Hills Mall, Target. Uh-huh. I thought it was your Uncle Donald. I'm not making this up. Uh, Krista, if you're reading, if you're reading, if you're listening to this, show this to, uh, not Pukanu, show this to um, Zaire and let her know that the guy I talked to y'all about when y'all did my braids that day, that guy got at me again. There was this one gentleman in the Fox Hills Mall who's attempted to get at me once or twice a year since I was uh, in my young 20s. And I can say niggas consistent. He's consistent. He, I, wait, did I tell you this? He's not even an unattractive dude. About 6'4", uh, stocky build, which is my swag. That's not anything wrong. Like, I'm not, like, body shaming him, I'm saying, for being stocky or nothing. But uh, well-manicured, soft eyes, all of his teeth point the same way. They're all together, no gaps. Like, he's a very attractive gentleman, but his energy is so, um, no, no. This dude, I think one of the first times I saw him in the Fox Hills Mall, going on 20 years ago, he any girl he thought he was, was attractive, he was giving roses to. It's like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Just the energy. I don't even know how to just. No, he does not even work there. I, it's the, I, I, I told myself to get a picture. I told myself to turn around and snap a picture because I know when I walked away, he was looking. Hello. But, um. Must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. No, anyways, um, my point is, y'all, give space, give time. Gentlemen, maybe relax into it. It's a really good balance of assertion and relaxation that has to happen for you to even get a good conversation out of some ladies these days. Ladies, stop being cornballs. If you're not interested, don't waste a gentleman's time. Just tell him that, all right? Because once again, the same bad bitch behavior that you give to a gentleman, don't be mad when a cowboy dude later on gives you that same type behavior, fucks you and then never speaks to you because he's too busy and he only needed you for one night because he was just bored. Wasn't even, (laughs) didn't even need it. He was just bored that night. And all your accolades and degrees and Grammys didn't stop you from getting played like a fucking $2 pony. Like it just can happen for you. Huh? So that was my high why response. How not to fumble the meow meow. Okay. Ladies and gents, we have found ourselves at the YN's words of wisdom. 
Accountability is a part of love. Accountability is a part of love. So couple, by the time this comes out, a couple weeks ago in the clubhouse room, the Raise It Up Why clubhouse room, we had to address some weirdo vibes, weird energy that came across our desk. I am not going to go into it because I actually saved that room. The audio replays are on, on that room. If you go to the at raise it up, why? Well, no, no, on Clubhouse, I don't think it's an at. It's just raise it up, why? The room on Clubhouse. Um, the room entitled R&B brought the rap out of me. It didn't let me do my full title, but that's what I titled it. You can hear what I'm actually on in that room with a few of the other loves. What I'll say is this. A part of love comes with an uncomfortable growth-inducing feature called accountability. I'm going to steal something that my gentleman TJ Wilkins said in the room that day. And not because he's here, because I was already going to quote him. Accountability to a person not ready to be held accountable will sound like an attack. This all deals with where and how your ego is developed, where your ego is developed up to, like what's its progress and if it's very well developed or not. Nah. All right. Um, people with overdeveloped egos, we might even call them egotists, egotistic types of individuals uh, who gonna check me boo types of people. If you attempt to hold a mirror, because accountability is holding a mirror up to an individual in love, I, I learned that in a sermon one day at, at uh, I can't remember which church. I think it was online even. If you hold a mirror up to someone without love, it's criticism. There's judgment there. There's a wagging finger type of energy that comes with it. But if you are holding someone accountable, the difference between judging and accountability is whether love is present. So in love, you hold a mirror up to an individual to show them their actions in order for the two of you in any relationship to say, hey, here's what I'm noticing. Here's how I feel about what I'm noticing. What can be done? That's accountability within a relationship. After the passion wanes, again, the episode's question is, what happens after the love is gone? You know, also because today is the 21st of September when we're recording this, I was just in the earth, wind and fire mood. Okay, so there we go. So when the love has waned and you're still in that thing and you might have a challenge being present and being a good person to what you see and who you see in that relationship, one of the ways that an individual might try to let you know, hey, something's going wrong and I don't know what it is, 
One of the ways they might try to do that is by holding a mirror up to your face. And if they love you and they're actually holding you accountable, they will be holding a mirror to your face so that you can see your actions, so that you can see you. Sometimes people don't know how they come off because you don't deal with you all the time. Other people around you do. But if you're the person that wakes up in the morning and hops on Instagram, hops on social media in any of its forms, you might not know you like you think. You're fine-tuning yourself to somebody else's vibration, whoever you follow. So because of that, you might not be aware. Again, this podcast talks about self-awareness. You might not be aware of how you come off to people. If someone brings this to your attention with love, a conversation should ensue. And if it does not, if the result of that action, someone holding a mirror to your face and asking questions for dialogue to happen, if that does not result that way, it could turn, I mean, it could mean that egos are involved. It could mean that you feel attacked. And if you feel attacked while somebody is attempting to bring awareness to you about you and how you make people feel, them, mind you, I hope this is a loved one doing this. I believe that it should be evidence that maybe, just maybe, accountability is feeling like an attack for you And therefore, you might not be ready to be held accountable. So your journal question homework from YN would be, what's stopping you from being able to be checked? I think TJ told me Snoop was the one that said, you have to hold yourself in such a space that if you aren't checking yourself, you allow the folks around you to check you. You allow the hood to check you. You allow your OGs to check you. If you aren't doing it yourself, all of this is a self-awareness play, by the way. If you aren't doing it yourself, you have to be in a a space or a position to allow yourself to be checked. And I know that that sounds, I don't know, it might sound not so crazy, uh, 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 but to some individuals who are used to being the boss wherever they go, they're not used to having to account to or for anyone. So when being held accountable, it might feel awkward is all I'm saying. Feeling awkward isn't necessarily a problem because that's a sense of discomfort. And what do I know about discomfort? Discomfort is where you can grow. I know where you don't grow in your comfort zone. In your comfort zone, no growth takes place. Therefore, outside of your comfort zone, where discomfort might reside, is where you have the opportunity to learn and grow. Learn and grow, right? Um, I think about this space that Wendy created called, uh, I call it Kaye. She calls it Kaye, like hippie, yayo, Kaye, motherfucker. Come as you are yoga, C-A-Y-A-Y, Kaye or Kaye. What she's done is taken something that she already does. She does yoga. Why? Because Wendy is a grown woman who looks like a 17-year-old to 24-year-old, just depending on 
you know, if she has on makeup, what she's wearing, you know what I'm saying? But Wendy, Wendy can look anywhere from, from 19 to 32. It just depends. I don't know what she wants to do with herself. But like uh, one of our other favorite loves in love culture, she's an age shifter. She's an age appearance shifter. You know what I'm saying? Um, and because a lot of people look at her, her body, her beautiful skin, her beautiful self, and they say, damn, girl, what do you do? Tell me what to eat. Tell me how to think. Tell me how to move. What do you want me the fuck to do? She started this come as you are yoga because yoga is a big part of Wendy's practice and how she stays fine, right? So even Wyan joins it because I'm like, you know, <laughs> nigga want to get a little traps. Liam want to get a little, 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 uh, this not trap. Tricep. Damn it. I couldn't think. What's my traps? This? No. Oh. Like the, your, like your. This? The area between your neck and your shoulder. So these, like this. here. This. Yeah. What is it, what I'm doing? My push-ups? Does that help this? No. Uh, no. no. It helps my tits. Yeah. Shoulder shrugs. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Oh, when the boys wear the, 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 um, they have the, the weights and they do like this. Huh? That's what they're doing? Yeah. I don't want that then. Hold on. That'll make me look like a nigga. And this is called the upright row. Helps your traps as well. Yeah, fuck all that. Okay, so I know I don't want that. That's not gonna make me right. But yoga with Wendy, come as you are yoga, makes me not just right. It makes me fine. But I say that because I've always been a person that said, I'm going to get into yoga. I'm going to get into yoga and just never did it. It took for Wendy to create this space for me to join that I would actually do it. Here's the thing. Last Wednesday, I had to go to the studio. And she does it every every Wednesday night, 7.30 on the West Coast, every Saturday morning, 11 a.m. on the West Coast. She does these things. I'm not a morning person. 11 a.m. for me is a morning thing. I told you I go to bed at six some days. So that would only be five hours of sleep. That's ridiculous for what I know my body needs to restore itself from. So... I wake up early, try to go to sleep early, like by two or three, so that I can get into Wendy's Saturday morning yoga. Or even last week on Wednesday, I went to the studio. So I joined the community in order to show my face. But my accountability to the community is if we're all doing this yoga thing together as one of the um, K.A. uh, uh, loves uh, Paul. Um, Hutchinson, what's up, my homeboy? Uh, as he calls it, the the family, if I'm going to be held accountable to my family, then even when I'm not in the Zoom room with them performing the yoga, I'm going to do an extra yoga set on my own time so I keep in stride with the click. Um, nobody asked me to do that. I do that because that's my way of holding myself accountable for the goodness that I decided to sign up for and give my body. Um, What I've noticed in the world of discipline, since that's what we're fine tuning today, once you start giving yourself too many passes, you know what? I slipped up on this one thing. Nah, don't worry about it. I'll get back on it tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, you don't get back on it. You know what? It's just two days. My God, I've been consistent for two months. Don't worry about it. If you don't nip that lack a daisical, I'm going to kind of, no, no, don't worry. I'll do it tomorrow. If you don't nip that spirit in the bud, 
you're going to be falling off that wagon. You're going to fall off the train. Trust me when I tell you. So because of that, I bring up the KA folks, Kaye, Wendy says, uh, and the, the, the team of folks there to say, even in social settings, in love culture, as we, if you go back and listen to that room that was taped, two hour room that was taped on Clubhouse, you'll see how serious we take love in one another. Love culture is not just a, a, a fun tag that we say at the end of every episode or to describe people who like this podcast. Love culture is a living, breathing, and real thing. Um, we show each other love for real, and we don't play with that. So when people behave in ways that aren't love, that aren't lovable, not teachable, um, they're not in a humble space for growth when things go ill. Are you a love? If, if things are as they do, if a tree can only be defined by the, the, the product of what it creates, if you create unlovable and unloving products, are you a love tree? Like, are you love? <laughs> That's the question. And I don't know the answer to that, you know? By my personal standard, I would have to question your love. How deep is your love? Shit. Uh, I just want to know that the rules of love take over when you can no longer feel where that passion lies with love or if you feel disconnected from love. That's when discipline kicks in. That's when the rules of engagement, the code of conduct, um, in a very, very, very short, I'm not going to stay on this. We talk about this, you know, from the West. So there's a lot of uh, our culture, especially in the streets that's going on right now, all over the U.S. I want to say that there has always been a code there's always been a systemic way to behave if you are held down by a team of folks um, in any culture that we promote here on the West. When that code gets broken, that is exactly when you start to get senseless killings you start to get people that have lack of and or no respect for others. Um, I feel like this is a great time to remind everyone that we don't do for anyone else what we have yet to do for ourselves. So if I walk around disrespecting my brother, my sister, any other human being outside of myself, it's because I've already given myself that permission to behave in such a despicable, deplorable way to myself. You know, some people try to be in relationship all the time because being with themselves feels like hell. You know what I'm saying? How they talk to themselves, how they treat themselves is literally detestable. So when they get with another human, they get to uh, kind of vampire leech off of their 
energy just so they have something in someone else. It starts to sound like we cry together. You know what I'm saying? From Kendrick's album where I don't care how toxic. Ooh, what did my girls in recovery say? I subscribe to the hit me, just don't leave me way of life. 100% of my ladies, when I was providing therapy in school, uh, that were in recovery, said, I just, he can hit me all he want. Just don't leave me. I'm like, but you might lose your kids. Well, I mean, it just depends. I, I, I need him. Need? What? Like, like, it was a mind-blowing thing for me. But then again, we were all in a therapeutic world. People need help. People come to a place where I was providing services in order to get help for ways of thinking that aren't best serving them, all right? Um, So I just wanted to be known to all of my gentlemen and or lady loves. If you belong to any sect or affiliation, you have a code You have a code of conduct. To disrespect the code is to become the cowboy. It is to become the person emotionally unavailable. I don't want to be, I can behave like anything, but be held responsible for nothing. Um, And if that's you, then why are you looking to be down with a click? If you want to, if you want to behave independently and while Bro, lady, you got it. However, I would hope that when we all are together, when we all do love culture, when we all, or when you all are in any of your factions, whatever that looks like, I would really, really hope that the discipline, when you don't feel like you're connected anymore, I hope the discipline kicks in and keeps you adhering to a certain code of connectivity of love and ego checking, you know? Those are going to be my words of wisdom for today. However, before I go. Do you guys see these braids? Okay. I love to do more than you knew first and foremost. Listen. My cousin Maya Smith has these wonderful products I'm holding in my hand called Get Honey. I love the do at I-L-O-V-E-T-H-E-D-O-U-X. Boom. This is my cousin Maya Smith's product. While I have these braids, when I keep my uh, beautiful scalp nice and hydrated with good uh, uh, honey serum, it is with the do products that I do this, D-O-U-X, do this. Um, Again, at I-L-O-V-E-T-H-E-D-O-U-X, at I love the do. I love you, my cousin. Thank you so much for having me as one of your brand ambassadors and not turs, brand ambassadors. Hello, it's a D. Um, uh, Hair by Quista, H-A-I-R, B-Y-Q-U-I-S-T-A. She got me looking like I'm on an island every day. Hello? Hello? 
Y'all like the braids. I saw y'all little comments. Y'all said y'all like these braids. Okay, I like you too. I mean, they like you too. However you look at that. But my hair team, the practical application of my hair is by Hair by Quista, my girl QT. If you saw the Four Steps video from last month, last episode, in the driver's seat of that dope-ass Lolo was my hair lady, uh, Miss Quista. And so I'm so very thankful that she did these beautiful braids for me because she don't like to do these braids for people. Listen, let it be known. But she did it for me. Hello. Um, yo, number two thing I want to shout out. I didn't touch it in this episode because I know a lot of people probably haven't seen it. The Woman King. Whoa. The whole movie. Whoa. At Woman King Movie at W O M A N K I N G M O V I E. Please, please, please support this amazing original story in a day and age where nobody's coming up with original shit from stories to music to fucking films. Everything is a remake, a part two, a this and. Please support originality while we have it. Viola Davis, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to go into it because I plan to do a deep dive later on. Um, Number three, at Boomer Did It, B-O-O-M-E-R-D-I-D-I-T. This is my wonderful friend, as well as the producer of this podcast and a lot of my music. Um, Let me tell you guys, he put out an EP called Need I Say More, and you can get it currently exclusively on boomerdidit.com b-o-o-m-e-r-d-i-d-i-t dot com please support my friends I really enjoy it I'm sure he would enjoy it came out 916 it's only $9.16 it's pretty fly I really really enjoy a lot of what's on there going back to movies on the come up we on the come up you on the come up my homegirl Rhapsody at R-A-P S-O-D-Y, Rhapsody, R-A-P-S-O-D-Y. When you're talking about the person, make this known. Make it When you're talking about the person, the rapper Rhapsody, there is no H. Okay, the real world, the real word, excuse me, has an H. My homegirl named Rhapsody does not have an H in her name. All right, back to our scheduled program. Listen, at On The Come Up Movie, at on the come up movie. I'm not spelling all that. Just say it in your phone. It'll come up. But by the time this episode comes out on the come up, the movie will be out. It is the directorial debut from Sanaya Lathan. Mila Bucks, our baby girl, M-I-L-A-B-U-C-K-S, is starring in this amazing film. Um, there is a single that's out right now as I'm taping that is with Mila Bucks, Rhapsody, and Lady London. Please make sure you support my friends, man. Please make sure. I mean, not just because they're my friends, because they're fucking talented, actually. So, on the come up movie at on the come up movie please support and last but never least yanvon.com w y what's my name w y a n n v a u g h n.com we have love tuesdays on instagram at 
Wyanna's account, W-Y-A-N-N-A, W-Y-A-N-N-A. That's where you can get to Love Tuesday, 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Come and hang with love culture, man. Like, let us all get together. Um, I'm not going to say what I said two episodes ago where I totally fumbled. Um, However, make sure you come over there and have a good time with a bunch of like-minded people who are subscribed to non-corny positivity from the West Coast to the world, just like y'all. All right? Um, Patreon, Love Culture on Patreon. Definitely giving y'all exclusive content that is not on Subscriber Loves because that's the new thing that we're doing on the at Wyanna page again, W-Y-A-N-N-A. Make sure that you subscribe for some funny content, dope content over there. Um, The Instagram and Twitter and Facebook for this podcast all over every form of social media is at Raise It Up Y R. A-I-S-E-I-T-U-P-W-Y and the loves say rockets up on these hoes. Make sure on Sundays, 3 p.m. on the West Coast, you join our talks on Clubhouse. Again, there's a whole accountability session that happens on there uh, that's been recorded, but we have other rooms that are recorded too. Really, really dope rooms. And um, you know what? I want to thank you all. Episode 48 is continued continually is officially in the can is what I meant to say I thank everybody for rocking with the podcast I thank you for your feedback your comments uh I thank you for the love that you gave me for the four steps video done by the remedy yard which is also part of boomers uh boomers verse uh just thank you all I feel grateful and thankful for everything that every love on looking and listening has done for me my family and this podcast and with that I want to say thank each of you and stay real, y'all. Boom, cag, the bow, bow, bow down. Hey, 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 bow it down. Raise it up, wow, raise it up. Raise it up, wow. Ooh, we, 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 we,